Upright Citizens listeners. This Bob Deboo here. How you doing? Oh, good, good, good. Glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. So with me here, as always, great Ruben Rogers. What's up, Ruben Rogers? Hey, How are you? What's up, Bob? And, and hello to our imaginary <laughs> audience. There's got to be at least one that's like, hey, Ruben, you know, <laughs> what's up, so. Bob? They're talking to me. So. No, but we appreciate everybody listening and uh, giving us great feedback. And uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're back here again for another Upright Citizens episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got an interesting topic today that I really want to hear. I'm going to let Ruben run the whole thing because Ruben <laughs> has been all over the place playing new music, <laughs> beautiful new music at such a high level for so many uh years and I, I i can't wait to hear your thoughts and pick your brain on some of the stuff we're going to talk about today yeah right yeah right all i right. am a, no, so today we're talking about reading internalizing uh-huh. and playing new music and you've right. been at the forefront with a lot of new music right. with the top artists mm-hmm. you know out there for a long time now so i really am excited to hear about it but maybe we'll start at the top well uh, let's make sure that we may do a shameless plug about an oh, episode that oh. we've kind of touched on this t- topic. No, not kind mm. of. We did. We kind of skimmed over it. Uh, it's episode mm-hmm. 16 of okay. Upright uh, Citizens, a podcast that you're listening <laughs> to right now. It says it's, it's, uh, it's, it's entitled Reading Music Versus Learning by Ear. So mm. uh, I think we were a little long-winded on the learning by ear part of that that episode. So okay. this is to make up for all you know all the stuff we didn't speak about about reading music or internalizing or whatever internalizing it or whatever. Sorry, I'm. You would think I just yeah. woke up, but I'm <clears throat> I'm okay. I'm all right, guys. Here we go. <clears throat> well, absolutely, and this is coming from the perspective of you know music that maybe doesn't have a lot of recordings out there or mm-hmm. places to reference. You know, you right. can just go by ear mm-hmm. to go learn something. Right. You know, and I think if I remember back, our conversation was talking about like reading charts versus you know picking up something directly from a recording right so uh-huh. kind mm-hmm. of a slightly different topic here today mm-hmm. in regards to trying to trying to be creative and get moving right. with new music mm-hmm. so here's here's my first question uh-huh. for you uh-huh. is it necessary to be able to read music to play new music to read notation that is in order to play somebody's original music? i mean obviously it's it's not it's not necessary i mean uh, i can go back you know there's Plenty of examples of this, but I used to play with the great Marcus Roberts. You know, I've told this before, and a lot mm-hmm. of the music that we played, he taught us by ear. He, mm. uh, you know, but as time went on, uh, he realized even for himself, he being blind, he needed to get someone else to uh, notate his his music so things could move faster. You know, me, we could actually get to the nitty gritty of the mm-hmm. music and and expound on what you know what was written faster you know i mean mm. if, if if only if if just for that you know uh being able to co- get into any kind of situation whatever kind of music it is and have something in front of you and be able to interpret it or at least fo- follow it especially in this day and age when time is money i mean it's always been that way but even more now so Time is money. If you can get to something quicker and it's like boom, 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 you don't have to learn it over time. I mean, it's great to have that ability. Of course, we all need that too. But um, yes, uh, to ask your your question, it, it's it's. I think it's it's it's, it's a, a necessity to be a well-rounded musician these days. I think you know, Absolutely. or at least to have some yeah. level of proficiency with it. You know, absolutely. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to lead me to my next question, which mm-hmm. is how good a reader do you need to be? Like, where is the 
if there was a line, was it imaginary or not? You tell me. Um, okay, okay, cool, fair <laughs> enough. So, uh, you know, we were ta- talking about our own proficiencies or our own perceived proficiencies <laughs> of how well a readers we are mm-hmm. of the notated, mm-hmm. um, you know, notated music. And I think that it can definitely go too far Mm. And it can be it can be overcooked or it can be underdone. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that we need to like just, that. you know, have wait, a wait, good. Wait, 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 wait. I got to <laughs> I got to think about that. Overcooked or under. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I mean, if it's overcooked, I mean, you could practice every day for seven hours a day working on your sight reading. Right. Uh, but is that going to make you mm-hmm. a great musician uh-huh. if that's your goal? You know, I don't think so. So that's overcooked. That's overdone. OK. OK. That's my bad. And I have a lot of bad analogies, I guess. And this is <laughs> no, going to be one like of them. So underdone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm just, need of course, to. when I say overcooked, I'm looking, I'm thinking, would you ever say to a chef or the, the waiter, excuse me, this is underdone. <laughs> undercooked yeah i don't know i think you know (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) but anyway sorry so as i said it's a bad analogy i like it i I like it a lot though (laughs) so you don't want to like be stumbling over right really simple things that people put in front of you for sure Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you got to be able to read Mm -hmm. Um, i think these days you have to be able to read in treble clef as well as bass clef from the bass player point of view Mm. because it's I personally think that's extremely helpful to learn treble clef because yes, right. I want to be able to read melodies as well as bass lines or any other information that might be presented. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how good is good enough? I think good enough to where you're able to get through the music. <laughs> you know, that's how good you got to be. And if you get mm-hmm. knocked, you know, like if somebody puts something in front of you that's like, you know, in thirteen eight, and you're stumbling reading it, maybe we got to do a little bit further. I mean, you, you know, know it, it, this this kind of goes in line or puts us into the next topic or the next you know on stream of thought on this same yeah, yeah. topic is that i mean how do you get to that how do you know how what is mm-hmm. good enough is you know you kind of do it over and over you you just like you know you've written Repetition. in our notes just just yeah you 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 learn a language you know reading right. is a language you learn the language you, you do it over and over you listen to it listen to it until you become proficient at it. I mean, reading music mm-hmm. is obviously that. You keep you keep doing it as much as possible. The only way, especially reading music, the only way to get better is to just do it over and over, seeing those, you know, notes. I mean, I guess we're, we're, I'm, I'm getting ahead of uh, yeah. myself right now. We're but. going to the next one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but, totally. I mean, it's, it's, that's, it's that thing. What, what are the variables? T- tell me, what are the few variables that, you know, you know, in reading that we all need to pay attention for or, or have to, to read music maybe let's break that down first right sure so i think about them in three different mm-hmm. aspects mm-hmm. okay so there's obviously reading the notated pictures mm-hmm. you know what i mean like reading like where the notes are on every good boy does fine whatever ace you know g all yep. that goodness mm-hmm. knowing where those pitches are then there's also comprehension of written rhythms yes you know what I mean? You have yes. to be able to read the rhythms that accompany those pitches. And you brought up a great point, too, about how there is kind of a finite number, especially in the jazz yes. lexicon, whatever the correct way to say this is. There are not an endless amount of rhythms. They can be put together, piecemeal together. So if you see a rhythm like a dotted quarter note to an eighth note, yes. you just instinctively know what that is. Yes. Like seeing the word the right. printed on a page. You don't have to think anything no. about it. You just know when no. you just skim right through it. It's, 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 yeah, I did say that, I mean, there's what? Maybe, I mean, there's a lot more, but I say there's 10, 10 kind of configurations of, of notes or, 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 or rhythms that you see on a page constantly 
Yeah. Um, and they might be variable, yeah, like slightly yes. variated. You know, a lot so. of, a lot of, uh, you know, on the offs, you know, or the, or, yeah. the, uh, or second beats, or there's certain things mm-hmm. that you see very consistently. And the more you, you kind of like just read the music and do, you will, it'll, be, it'll become second nature. Just the way you know how to put, you know, your, your left hand, you know, you know, in a certain position to you play don't think, a C, yeah. a certain position to play F on the bass, a certain position to play a B flat. I think it'll be the same Habit. once you start to read music, you know, over and over and over, and you'll become very proficient at seeing those rhythms and being able to, to, to see, you know, figure out what what comes next. Usually, you know, nah, so yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Uh, you you might have thought I was just saying to move on, but I'm waving because there's a fly trying to land on my <laughs> microphone over here. <laughs> Sorry, because we're on we're on Zoom and we can see each other, but we're not in person. You know, but that's cool too. I was, fly. You know. But the, uh, the <laughs> other part of, of of reading also that we've mentioned before is about mm-hmm. knowing chord changes, being able to right. read, uh, especially in jazz. Um, mm-hmm. Chord changes, what the qualities are. That's a big deal too. That's that's a whole other spectrum but it yeah. falls right in the same line being able to know what the qualities of the chords and being able to know what the extensions are what's available really. though that uh, bass players as bass players we're not you know for better for worse a lot of times we just don't know the upper extension and all that and maybe it's better that we don't know sometimes before we get too crazy sure. but the more yeah. <laughs> no we do we should know you should be as educated as possible but also Absolutely. know you know when it's best to use them not to play in a not to play a flat you know flat nine on, <laughs> on the on, on a c you know and play deep out on c c you know yeah. i don't know even if it's there doesn't mean that you have to play it you know what i mean or Ex- exactly because you know, sometimes most of the time you know, especially a chord like that, it needs that root so that people understand. Okay, well, it's not a half step up. It's just because you know the power Definitely. of the bass. Also, if you choose to do it, it changes the chord. And knowing, you know, the time to do it or not. And yeah, I'm going into a whole other thing right now. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and as we just started the, uh, un un like starting to peel off the layers of this onion here. I started thinking of some more things that are definitely essential. We talk, you know, I mentioned there was three variables and we talked about reading pitches, reading rhythms, and now talking about chord changes. But on top of that too, I think is forms. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to like get a big picture if you're looking at something and understanding what we call the roadmap, yes. right? Like where to go. And especially in original music, sometimes the roadmap can be convoluted. Sometimes it can be really straightforward, nothing True to that. But you know, like there's, there's definitely other variables too. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about new music, modern music, and rhythms, well, we might need to step up our game as far as being able to read different time signatures All that. or a uh, different comprehension of yeah. like what mm-hmm. stylistically might be going on too. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's there's other variables for sure, but those are the big three. Right, there I you think go. that we gotta know. And it's, and it's also too, you know, a thing, you know, we mentioned, yeah, you just have to repeat and repeat. Repetition is the key to this, but it doesn't have to be like spending an hour every day no, reading no. music. You know, you know, you know. Pick up a book that reads something for five minutes a day. Go. mm-hmm. You're gonna get quicker at it. Keep on chopping at the bits, bit by bit, exactly. small by small pieces. You know, helps. It goes a long way. You know. Um, Amen. So how about inter- internalizing music? Our second kind of uh, segue out of the second half of our podcast here. Huh. Right, right. So I think our goal is getting towards how can we uh-huh. play new music as best as possible, you know, uh-huh. and um, reading and playing from memory or internalizing are two different things to me. Mm. 
they you can have music internalized and still be reading it right. and looking at it, mm-hmm. but I don't think necessarily you can be sight reading something and have it internalized. I, I think we skip a step if we do it that way. Sure. So what does it mean to internalize new music? Like if we use that word, what what do you what comes to mind? Ruben? I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's getting to the nitty gritty of it, hopefully, you know, understanding mm-hmm. the, 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 uh, kind of what you just said already, like the structure, the, you know, uh, the form, the tonality, mm-hmm. you know, getting a sense of the melody, even though we're playing mostly bass centric things, getting a sense of the right. melody. And it's funny, I, I was just I've noticed more and more. I I actually really latch on to the melody, especially with new music. I always especially after the second or third time. Uh, you know, once my head isn't buried in in in, in the chart, I start yeah. to listen to more of the melody because it's more. It also helps me. Um, how can I put it? It's more of a cue sometimes hmm. to what's happening in the music, just in case I get lost, or sure. or yeah. something's kind of unfamiliar. If I have an idea where the vocal comes in at this moment, or what's happening in a section somewhere else it'll cue okay and, and sometimes i might actually put a little note say okay just make sure that you know trumpeters start here you know because that's not always there but at least it will right. help me uh guide myself and and, and remind okay okay yeah okay if if all goes wrong and you know you know that the pickup the, the, the vocalist pickup is gonna be up here you know yeah so those kind yeah, of definitely. things you know um, That'd be a big sectional like right. uh, cue, right, to yeah. say that something's coming up. I do that same when I think about lyrics. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'll write down, I'll oftentimes write down a lyric that's cueing into the, you know, into the next section. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't, so I have that safety. You right. Know? Right. So I mean, all that is kind of part of that internalization, kind of like seeing, getting the whole, you know, scope of the whole, the big picture of it, you know, yeah. in the moment or, or, or you know, when you play sure. music just a little later, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And there could be less uh, things that you can't write down, obviously, too. No. You talk about eternalizing, you know, it's, this could be mm. new music coming from a particular inspiration. Okay. You know what I mean? Or a particular vibe, too, that you can't really, that might just need to be discussed. Right. But, you know, uh, you know mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a factor in it, too. Um, so does internalizing new music, does that mean memorizing it? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. I, think, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. And it depends on, 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 on on who you're talking to obviously i think you sure know, with that of course. um mm-hmm. uh i think ultimately that's the the end all be all if you can that's mm-hmm. great um right i mean i know some 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 uh musicians who are that's that's their thing like they have an uncanny ability to just learn yeah. music and internalize it all kinds of music very easily i mean i can't say i <laughs> I'm like I that. I I'm yeah. not that great at it. Um, I actually, you know, it depends on how much I play it. Of course, I mean any sure. music, but obviously, but if it's if it's kind of intricate, I'm gonna need I'm I'm gonna need a, a roadmap to help me through it to make sure that I nail it. You know, but right. uh, I, I mean I know this uh, this this uh, great um, bassist y- Yasushi uh, Nakamura yeah. who 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 plays with everybody now. Young bassist, I swear I see him every time I see him. He's never reading music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I feel totally. like every time I see him, he's just like in the music. His head is up, and everyone else's head is down. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't know. It could be many variables why that is, but I, I swear I see him in many contexts over the years, and I'm like, 
and and I, I've come to find out, yeah, he has that uncanny ability to kind of like memorize music, mm. and um, yeah, and there's a lot, of, there's a lot of great. Play- I mean, drummers have this thing. I mean, I, I like to say they don't have to read harmony, so they can just listen to sure. boop boop kapat ping. You know, they just get hits. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they yep. can't. No, that's not true. They they they. they it's, <laughs> it's 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 a wide wide scope that more. they have to do, but I think that is also why a lot of drummers are like. Yeah, let me hear it. Okay, then I'll be able to, you know, color it a certain kind of way. I need that because. Yes. But as far as in you know me and my old man memory, I don't always remember that B flat major seven on the fourth bar. I don't always remember the, you know the, the A flat minor seven that's supposed right. to be on the seventeenth bar on second B. I just don't remember that all the time. You know. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I think there's I think there's uh, there's other things going on there too as well, and that has to do with the the concept of. Um, you know, being on the page, like you mentioned, ha- you know, uh, having the head up while you're looking and everybody else being like head down, <laughs> like reading the music. Right. And I find I, f- I see that with a lot of drummers, too, where they're like, no, no, no. How does it go? Or, you know, send me the track and I'll just learn it that way uh-huh. as opposed to reading. And so th- I think that there is definitely this um, not lag, but mm-hmm. there is something to having to read music and play it. Mm-hmm versus not reading music and playing yeah there's that extra perhaps just like mm-hmm. split second of uh your brain having to work yeah <laughs> and right. you know decipher what it is you're looking True. at versus just putting your fingers down and playing what it is that you're feeling and hearing at the moment yeah. you know so yes i definitely see drummers doing that for sure a bunch too but mm-hmm. for my own sake you know if i can memorize something i'm that much more comfortable yes. with it and if i'm comfortable i'm gonna play better yeah and if if I play better, then that hopefully is making the music better, and et cetera, et cetera. The ball. Just I mean, keeps you, you can see that kind of thing, you know, in a set. Sometimes, if you have some people playing some intricate music, and all of a sudden, maybe for encore or or whatever it is, they play like a blues or a standard. You can just see how yeah. the weight of everyone's shoulders kind of, you know, whether <laughs> they realize they realize it or not. It's just Absolutely. like boom, the sky's the limit, you know, because they don't have to think about it. You, you know? just play. You just play. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, that's, uh, we all copies of that. That's for sure. Well, um, just this last weekend, I was doing a show, and there was a lot of music that we we're just playing once for this particular show. These two nights, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so I learned all the music. I, I would say that I internalized it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can play it and make it feel, I think, the way that that it's supposed to be. But nonetheless, I would still keep a chart up there with me. Yeah, I have like a little iPad. You know, we talked about the different tech tools and stuff. I use Fourscore. I've got a chart. Mm. I'm gonna have it there in case I have one of those moments. Just one of those brain I'm like, farts. What? One of those, exactly. You know. yeah. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen to you, you're blessed. But <laughs> it sure happens to me. But <laughs> you know, and I'm just mm. like, as a bass player, I feel the weight of the responsibility of you need to hear those roots. You need to hear if there's a particular bass line that can't be messed up. No. Do you know what I mean? No. You know, and nobody should. You know, anyways, shouldn't be that careless with people's music. I think, but. No. I, I like to have that up there almost, and I wrote in my notes here as a safety, right. you know, I, with only the intention of looking at it if I need it a sa- or if I don't really know it yet. A safety, not a crutch, right? They, exactly, you know? yes, not a crutch. Safety, mm. not a crutch, I mean, yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, I've, it's, we have all probably seen this, I mean, uh, there was this incredible, legendary pan- pianist I used to play with in a band, and um they would i i came in the band after them and okay. there was a pretty i thought the form 
of the song was pretty straightforward you know what i mean and not very okay. intricate but a beautiful song but uh i, I you know they had to read the always had to have the music uh, as in as oh. in even like one time i think you know the band leader was like oh let's do this instead and they were like oh, i don't have the music here but oh, wow. but it was like i found it very surprising you know that wow mm. i mean i just learned it last week and I memorized it because it's pretty simple but I realized it yeah. was one of those moments that it, it had become a crutch and, and they didn't realize you know what I mean it had become a ah. serious crutch even as simple as the tune was you know mm. and sometimes mm -hmm. we just don't even realize it you know what I mean uh, we don't even realize that it has become a crutch and we just in the kind of a um autopilot i guess you know kind of like oh oh is that tune i need it because it's right there you know but sometimes it just sure. takes that time to kind of like you know mess up too and be like okay well you know do i, do I know this it's all right let me mess that's it up true. until you're like okay wait until you don't you know if you have the luxury of doing that yeah not just the one yes, gig exactly. you know <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah and that's yeah. the thing too is if um you know a lot of folks if you have the charts up in front of you you can't help but look at it yeah you know you're gonna glance over yeah. but you i mean we all know that it's it, it's such a different feeling to be able to just look at the people you're playing with, yeah. smile, mm -hmm. vibe them, whatever you need to do, uh, look at the audience, mm -hmm. have some connections, because that's ultimately what we're trying to do. And yeah. if your head's down in the page, mm -hmm. you know, right. there's that, right. Right. there's that. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so, and the last thing mm -hmm. for internalization, my biggest thing that I really like to do is to have an audio track to play with, mm -hmm. to practice. Right. Whether that means, and this is the last point I'll make about this, whether it's a MIDI mock-up, uh, a cheap, you know, not cheap, like a little crappy re phone recording. I guess these days they're all, they're sounding better and better. Mm. But like a rehearsal, a show, or even a studio recording, if I can get that of anything somebody's trying to get me to learn to do on a show, mm. I am very grateful because right. I will put that on and that'll be my initial source of how I'm learning this song. Right, right. Usually I'll start by learning it from that recording and then check out the chart. Right. Because that means a different thing to me, you mm -hmm. know? So, mm -hmm. I but, mean, uh, yeah. it, uh, something that I had to do just recently just to add to that was uh, I had to do a, a, a gig with uh, an artist on the road just a couple of weeks ago no rehearsal it was mm -hmm. it was I was just coming in on on this festival and mm -hmm. the band had already been on the road doing a couple of gigs but somehow the bass player couldn't make this one gig in mm -hmm. Europe and they were like yo we need you to come in can you do the set with us because i was going to be there already with you know with charles lloyd right so mm -hmm. i i was like okay cool um they just sent me the music audio and the audio i didn't have a bass available oh wow to oh, wow. to practice this music hardly yeah. Let's just say because the, we were on, a t on tour and, and the only times I had, had, had access to bass was at sound checks, you know. Right. Um, so what I had to do was really try to try to internalize the music without the instrument, you know. And yes, what I so cool. what I end up doing is just looking at the music and following the chart and trying to just get a, 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 a feel of what the harmony was, what the hits were. And, and this was mm -hmm. this was pretty intricate music, but, you know until i could get to a bass so uh, luckily before the um before the, i was able to i had to do this gig i i was able to get to the soundtrack in a week you know like an hour and a half before and i was able to like okay. at least play through it for like by myself with the music for a second but it had 
that listening helped me so yeah. much. I already was like, I, I felt like I was already 45% there, you know? You That's know? cool. I was yeah. 45% there because I listened to it enough that it kind of already right. was in my, you know, psyche. And it was already like the wheels were already turning already. So by the time I got to the base, it was just about technically being like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, oh, all right. And you know, and and the, I I think the gig went off great. It was it was, it was fantastic. Sure. We just came in and we had like a line check. We ran over the tunes a little bit because there was no audience yet, and then that was it. And then we just played, and the concert was great. You know, of course, wow. they, of course, they were like, "Oh, let's do this other tune too." This other tune in the moment, I was like, "Oh, oh it's always got to no, be." Yeah, you see, and that, it was no no music or anything. They were like, "Oh, we want to do this too." Yeah. Head court changes. I'm like, "Oh gosh, here we go." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and and you make it work you know you do what you do, you do i mean do. yeah i had a, a you know similar similar situation where this uh great saxophonist came into town and you know uh they weren't able to have their regular basis but the working band that came through were all you know in in my life heavy cats like people that i've listened to for a long time mm -hmm. and looked up to and mm -hmm. i'm like oh great here's this opportunity i'm probably only going to get this one call this one chance to play with this particular cat and i just want to have a great time mm -hmm. i want to have fun get my butt kicked whatever it takes but enjoy the moment you know and really so learning that music mm -hmm. and i memorized all the music i did have my charts up on stage but it that propelled me into end up going on tour with this particular artist oh, you nice. know just afterwards because out of this out of this one show got called for another show there you same go. similar music bass player was still kind of on board sometimes and not but mm. you never know where that's going to lead you so there you go. always back to just being prepared there you go being open to being prepared hello you know what i mean because mm -hmm. if you said yes if you said yes to something you got to be prepared for it you know you know so overcooked thing or underdone hey underdone <laughs> yes that'll be our nicknames for each other. i'll be underdone <laughs> No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. Well, Ruben, this has been a lot of fun as always. And hopefully we're just going to keep getting out there, reading new music, internalizing new music and playing it for people. And uh, I hope to get to hear you do just that real soon. Yeah, same here, man. Lewis, come play, man. You too, brother. All right. Awesome. Beautiful. All right, man. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back soon. All right. Peace. Peace.